Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. That was such a good pod. I really like belted that one out for a second. You're, you're getting better. You're getting better. I'm getting better. <laughs> okay, you guys. So we don't have a lot to say because this is just the little intro to part two of Overnight Dates. So mm-hmm. I think that's it. And we hope you all enjoy. Yep. Okay, so now we're at Katie and Johnny. They have a little villa in the wilderness. She says this is bittersweet because her time with Johnny's kind of coming to an end, but she knows that she has to have like a tough conversation with John as well. So she seems a little bit conflicted. Yeah. Johnny says he's made an emotional connection with Katie. He knows it's between John and him, and he's afraid of losing everything. He's ready for reality, but he's not ready to wake up and not have her in the same house as him. And then she says she's never had fireworks with John, but she's still deciding if she wants to be with him or not. With Johnny, she has a sparkler that could possibly turn into fireworks. She rests her head on his shoulder while they enjoy the view. I just... It's so weird living their connection and then watching their connection four years later. Like... So when, like, we were filming, it seemed like they had the strongest, realist connection where it was, like, she might actually have, like, a new boyfriend after the show. But now watching it four years later, it comes off so fucking fake to me and so weird. Yeah. I mean, my big thing (laughs) is they never talk about, like, their future after the show. Yeah. Like, never once do they have a conversation about it. And I'm not even talking about just this episode. Like, throughout the entire season. And even, even in this conversation, like he doesn't ask, like, are you going to choose me? Do you want to be with me? Do you like me? Katie never in confessional or anything. Does she ever say like, you know, I think I might pick Johnny. Like I have feelings for him. Like it's not even a conversation that they're going to leave together at all. So watching this, like, I'm just so confused. It doesn't, it just doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem real. It just doesn't seem strong. Like I understand right now it's genuine because you guys are hooking up and you're alone and you're in this house. You're in the moment, fantasy land, everything's great and perfect, but it's not giving going to be married for 25 plus years. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. It's not like strong, I feel. And that's where I'm like, you guys haven't even talked about what you're going to do. Like he's saying, I'll be with you no matter what. What do you mean though? Because- you guys didn't have the hard conversation. It's like, you should say, I'll be with, like, so, you know, what are you doing? Final bonfire. Like, I'll be with you no matter what, but are we going to be with each other? It's just strange to me. Yeah. No, their connection comes off really weird to me too. So I'm glad I'm not alone because it's weird living it. I felt different. I felt like they were the strongest in the house and like, she was going to have a new boyfriend and like they were like dating and it was like a thing. And then now watching it, I'm just like, I'm not getting real vibes Mm -mm. at all. Like it comes off so cringe. Yeah. So Javen and Kayla, they're another top favorite cast member because they got the helicopter ride. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know how I would feel about a helicopter. I I don't know. That's on my bucket list. I want to do a helicopter ride in Maui so bad. It's, like, weird, though, because I always say, like, I want to skydive, but, like, something about, like, See, helicopters, it's I can, weird. 
okay, well, first off, Kobe Bryant crashed in a helicopter. Maybe that will affect you a little bit because that messed me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I've always been, yeah, I've always been kind of afraid of like private jets and helicopters for that exact reason. Because just like the statistics, like crashes, Mm -hmm. plane crashes and helicopter crashes, it's always in a private jet or a privately owned plane or um, a helicopter. Always. It's never in commercial for the most part. So (laughs) So sad. That's one thing. And then also, I just think an experience like this really should be with someone that like you're dating and like have like a future with like this is kind of like a big bucket list moment and it's like happening with Caleb which is cute and great but I when he said he wishes Shari was there with him I totally Mm -hmm. understood that yeah I wonder why they chose it for them because like for ours Erica and um Jesse Jesse wow I just like blanked out for a second what the fuck is his name (laughs) I was about to say Jamie I swear to god um they, you know, they got it, which made sense because, like, yeah. Erica. But want to know another reason why I think, like, some people are, like, you just said, like, you would go skydiving, but helicopter rides kind of freak you out. This is kind of how my dad is. Like, he's his biggest fear is probably heights. Like, he's to- deathly afraid of heights. Uh-huh. But what he explains it as is he could go skydiving. Like, he could jump out of a plane. He could, like, as long as he's moving. Like, if he's moving, he's fine. If he's just, like, standing on the edge of a cliff or just, like, standing on, like, the top of a tall building, that's when it's not okay. Wow. When he's stationary. But if he's moving, he's good. Hmm. I know, Very right? Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So Javen is shook that they are really in a helicopter, and it's just good vibes all around. This whole date is just good vibes. Mm-hmm. He says he chose Kayla because she's been the most supportive person in the journey, which I kind of figure that's why he picked her. Yeah. He says <laughs> the way he words things is just so wholesome. He's just such a wholesome dude. He says she opened me up like a book. And she helped me to just express my feelings. But to be honest, I wish Shari was here with me to share this experience. And I get that. Yeah. They fly by a freaking incredible waterfall. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. This whole thing I wish I could experience. This is a vibe. Kayla admits that she does have an attraction to Javen. And she came into this experience wanting relationship. But she got a really good guy friend, which is something she doesn't have. And she's not walking away from this empty-handed by any means. And Javen is just really glad that he chose her for this date. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet that she said that. But I'm very curious if they're still friends. I wonder they if are not. They, uh, their best friendship. Um, I think I think they're like, fine, but no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a shame. I'm dead. Shari and Justin, they're doing yoga on the beach together. Another time for a fun fact. So. Okay. The way that like things are edited in this, the timeline is crazy. So when they're they're making it seem like that was like the first day of the of the overnight date. Yeah. That, that was like their first activity. No. So the next morning after our overnight date, when me and Val were walking out to film our picnic, which we'll recap later, when we were walking out to film our picnic, we saw Shari and Justin doing yoga so this was like the following day this wasn't their first activity this was one of their last activities of their overnight day isn't that interesting do you know what their first activity was 
I don't think they really did anything. I think they um, just went to the villa and just like hung out and got ready for dinner. That's kind of, yeah, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. So yeah, this yoga is actually the next morning, the following morning. Interesting. What are your thoughts about yoga date? Like, would you have enjoyed a yoga date? I mean, do you see how much they're sweating in the sun? I would have been dying. And, like, and her hair. <laughs> why is your hair down? Sis, yeah. put that up. No, I would have been dying. Like, you don't do yoga with your hair down. Yeah. No. Like, even filming the picnic, uh, we were closer to the water when we were filming the picnic, so we got some breeze. And I was wearing, like, a dress and my hair was up, and we were literally, like, melting doing the picnic. So I can't imagine doing a full-blown workout, not even – close to the water yeah no we were profusely sweating every single day on that island so yeah god bless that day was hot so in that date she says in her confessional that she she says i keep pinching myself because what is happening i'm dating other guys and i just never thought that this would happen but at the same time i feel like me and justin have great conversation and he keeps me on my toes and that part is a little tempting and i totally forgot that they had this whole like tarot card power of love higher power reading i've Mm -hmm. completely forgot this whole thing happened until i I watched it so she picks a card and she says she came into the experience with the fear of her boyfriend's perception of her own life and she she's learned she needs to choose her own path no matter what what are your thoughts on that statement I don't know, honestly. I feel like right. I'm so confused by everything that they say. I think that they don't know why they're there or what they needed to work on. Like they were just there, and every like every other episode, it changes. Like every other episode, it's like I need to work on this. Now it's like this. Another thing, it's that. Like you know what I mean. Plus, that's just such an odd thing to admit to. The fear of your significant other's perception or view, that's what perception means, of your life. Like, that's a pretty big mm-hmm. fucking thing. So yeah. she just says it really fucking casually. <laughs> and I'm like, right. that's a big thing to say that you're that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So then Justin thinks she pulled that card for a reason and she agrees it couldn't be more perfect for the situation. He thinks their connection is playful and there might be a romantic twist if she feels like opening up. So it's just up to her when and what she wants to do. And then he just finishes it off by encouraging her to listen to herself and to not hold herself back. Their their conversations, honestly, this entire season just confuse me. Yeah. I'm being so honest and real right now. Like, they just confuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. No, I agree. Seriously. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> a lot of what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Carl and Brittany, they're getting real close on the balcony. They see the massage beds with the flowers all over them. They're kissing each other very gently, hand on her hip. They're getting, Uh like, real close and personal. Yeah. And then he says, Nicole and Brittany are two completely different people. Brittany is very sensual. She's in touch, and she's very intellectual, and that comes with experience. Like, what? Like and I, he, and then he says, Nicole, she's 25. She has a lot of life to figure out. Nicole seems very bottled up and I fight to get that out of Nicole, but you know, we'll see where this goes. That bothered me because it bothered me too. I, at 25, the amount of shit I had gone through and had figured out by 25, it's like, 
stop putting people in boxes. Like you go off and say all these nice things about Brit. She's sensual. She's intelligent. And Nicole's 25. Okay, what? Why is that the first thing out of your mouth? Who gives a shit? Like literally, what does her age seriously have anything to do with what you're saying? Like if you think that she has more life to live, you you still don't need to mention she's 25. It's so fucking irrelevant. Yeah. Like, like age is just a number. Some people mature at different levels. Like yeah. you have no idea. And I feel like it's like you're just labeling her as being young and immature because she's 25. And that's just not the case. I think he's just trying to find something that's wrong with her because I, I don't I'm not saying this lightly because she's one of my closest friends. Like Nicole truly is probably the most hardworking, just like driven, confident, like has her shit together, owns multiple properties, owns multiple businesses, has like a clientele. Like I could go on and on about like it's impressive. Like I look up to Nicole in that aspect of things. Like she's organized. She has her shit together. She makes shit happen. And it's just like, all you're talking about is her her age when she's literally one of the most successful, hardworking humans I've ever met in my life. Like what the fuck? (laughs) It just seems like it, it literally seems like you're saying because she's 25, she's not as intelligent. That's literally the way that you phrased it is how you're making it seem because you're like, Brit's intelligent, Nicole's 25. Plus, and this isn't a knock to Brit at all because like I said, I I like Brittany. I have no problems with her at all. Um, Do I think she does some pretty intense things on the show? Yeah, but like as a person, she's cool. Like me and Brit are cool. But I don't think – being sexual and sensual translates to life experience and intelligence. Like, you know, like anyone can be sexual. Anyone can be sensual. That's not like, that's not difficult, (laughs) you know, to do like, sorry. I I, I just, yeah. I just don't understand how you translated. That means Mm -hmm. that she has more life experience and intelligence. Uh, Yeah. So Brittany says that their chemistry has been insane since their first date and they've been imagining or she's been imagining what their next date would be like, but neither of them could have dreamt this up and she feels blessed to be experiencing this with someone she's growing to adore. It feels really good and natural. I just, I feel bad for her too, because I'm like, I don't know what he's doing to make you think that this is like some special fairy tale connection because it's not giving that for viewers. But that's why I don't think he was doing anything. And that's why I think just she's a more physical person than like. And she's like romanticizing their connection. Yeah. Like I, that's why I'm like, just get to know him first. Because maybe if you get to know him, you'll realize you don't actually like him. But instead you're like fantasizing and romanticizing someone who you don't even know if they're actually that person. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like that's something that I've struggled with in the past, like where I've just, I really like the chase, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like all romanticize, I don't do this anymore. At least I try not to, because I'm aware of it, but 
it's more about the chase and I romanticize and I fantasize like someone's potential and what like I think like they could be and like what we could be together and I love like the chase and I feel like that is something that she's doing and that's definitely like a toxic trait that you need yeah. to like, figure out like that yeah I've had to figure that out because that's not healthy and that's just I feel like that's also like you're emotionally unavailable because you're going after emotionally unavailable people yeah absolutely Okay, Nicole and Tyler. I'm not gonna lie; he is such a gentleman. Walking mm-hmm. her to the ch- to the table, having her grab onto his arm. He tells mm-hmm. her she's beautiful. He pulls out her chair. When she says she doesn't think Tyler is 100 percent her type physically, I was like, "Girl, what do you mean? Like he's so hot?" Yeah, <laughs> I was curious about that. Interesting. I think because Tyler isn't like. He's, like, in shape, but you don't see him and think, like, oh, my God. Like, he has, like, an eight-pack from the gods, mm. you know? Like, he's not ripped like that. And that's, like, the kind of guys that she she's, like, dated, like, NFL athletes that have, like, 12-packs, you know? Right, right. But I was, like, girl, pause. He's hot as fine as hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she even says that. She's, like, however, the emotional connection we built really outweighs that for me. Again, pulling mm-hmm. out the chair. Yes, Ty. Killing it. And I loved how she says he got her to bring down her walls, not just about herself, but also about her relationship. They both seem super relaxed. He says it's hard to spend 24 hours alone with anybody, but with Nicole, it doesn't seem like it will be hard. I know. And then this part, when she said this, I was like, this is a big statement. She says... That Tyler makes her comfortable and with Carl, and this is a quote, with Carl sometimes, I'm afraid to speak my mind. But when I speak with Tyler, I feel like I can really put my raw feelings out on the table. Wow. Right? I wrote wow too, and literally in my notes after that, because I was like, you're scared to, ske- to speak your mind with your significant other. Like, that's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into this, but I feel like I saw that at their final bonfire. Well, I, I just he seems like he can't be pleased. Like you can't have a different opinion. Yeah, and actually I can't wait till we recap their final bonfire because the behind the scenes stuff on them, you're it's gonna make a lot of sense. It's gonna make that bonfire make a lot more sense. Oh shit. I can't yeah. wait. Okay, so Nicole says that she can't really imagine losing Tyler from her life. And Tyler asks him. him Tyler asks her to give him more time because this is just an appetizer lol Tyler funny ass statements and that's how they're the first part of their little date and yeah side note Morgan and Evan still on a sailboat (laughs) right now still having to catch and eat their own food (laughs) we've gone to all these other like locations and all these other people and this whole fucking time just like freezing, shivering the on middle, the boat. No, like, literally, that's what Morgan told me. They were freezing their asses off in the middle of the fucking ocean. Oh, snuggle up. This is your time to get to know each other. This is what living with each other is going to be like. You got nowhere oh, to go. Right? Production is like, let's test out real life with you two. Yeah, y'all want to say you want to live together? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, good times. Okay, so Javen and Kayla, they're at dinner, popping champagne, looking snazzy. Uh-huh. And I need to ask you a question now. Yes. <laughs> I already know what you're going to ask. Go See, ahead. We're, we're always on the same page. I fucking love yes. it. 
So he asks her, where you're from, do you say pop or soda? Or no, she asks him, where mm-hmm. are where you're from, do you say pop or soda? He says, soda, pop bothers me. And he says he will accept her saying pop for this date. So I need you to know right now that the only acceptable answer is soda. Yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> soda. Fuck pop, dude. Where Who are you from? Pop? I think it's like a Midwest region? thing. Like – Okay. Because New Jersey's East Coast. That's not Midwest, right? Oh, yeah. No, we're East Coasters. East Coast for sure. So I think it's like a Midwest thing because I've I've never in my life, like if someone asked me for pop, I would think they were talking about like nickname for popcorn. Like I would have no fucking clue what they're talking about. I wonder if, yeah, like Texas or like. Yeah, Texas. Louisiana pop. Yes. Yes. The South. Mm-hmm. I think like the South and the Midwest because like I definitely feel like Katie has said pop before and it's pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, uh, where is Kayla from again? I forget. I want to. I don't know. Shoot, that's actually gonna bother me. Let me look at her Instagram. She was she, no, that was Jeffrey. Who was the flight attendant? Jeffrey, right? Yeah, Jeffrey. I think so, Jeffrey's anyway. from LA. Let's see, Kayla. Of course, she has, like, nothing, no locations tagged. Dude, where is this girl from? <laughs> I love that I'm, like, just searching on for this like, on the... <laughs> I'm Googling now. I'm we ha- so curious. I, I have to find... Yeah, yeah, we committed. ...where this girl is from. You guys, this is a lot harder than I thought. I freaking don't know. I couldn't even guess. I mean, I guess. Oh, wait. I want to say maybe Virginia. What the hell? I would consider that East Coast. Am I dumb? Guys, don't rip me apart if that's No, wrong. no, you're not dumb. This whole, this whole thing, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to literally DM her after this. So, yeah, but wherever she's from, they say pop. <laughs> so. Okay. There we go. There you have it. That's the long end of that story. (laughs) So then Kayla asks Javen how he's feeling about everything. And he says this whole experience has brought him closer to Shari. He says that he came, he conquered, he learned about himself. He met some awesome people and he's just ready to give her all of me. It's time. And I will say Kayla seems genuinely happy for him and like cheers to them and their happiness and he just finishes it off with he knows how deep and special his and Shari's connection is. And he's proven it to himself and also proven it to Shari. And then he uh-huh. quotes, she is without a doubt the only woman for me. I love her to the moon and back. And Kayla says she's so proud of him. And he's really just like the cutest smiley in love man. Like this yeah. whole thing is just wholesome. Wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. Here for it. Love it. Down for it. Yes. If you didn't, if you didn't know the outcome, I'm actually curious about like what the viewers have to say. Like, would you think he's insinuating he's going to give her a ring? Is that what he was doing there? That's that's kind of the vibe that I got. Yeah, me too. But I, I'm like, not, I wasn't sure if it's just because we know the outcome. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, what else could that have meant? You know what I mean? And even yeah. her reaction, it seems like she immediately picked up. That yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now it pans over to Shari and Justin. They're in the jacuzzi playing the question game, which I'm not going to lie. I love I love a question game. 
I'm here for the question game. She asks what his biggest pet peeve is. And he says people who are stubborn and can't be open-minded. And then she says, so yourself, LOL. That was actually really funny. She admits that she likes that Justin challenges her and they both don't take any shit. And it's kind of refreshing to be on a date with someone who's going to give her that intellectual debate that she hasn't been getting, which I'm confused by because Javen is one of the most intelligent humans I've ever met in my life. Yeah. So I don't really know what that meant. Uh, Yeah. I don't understand that either. Justin asks her if she's prepared for the worst after this whole experience. And she says again that it's not something she wants. But if it, your favorite phrase, if it happens, it happens. Mm, yeah. And like she said just, she oh, will be okay. And then she even finishes it up with she will be easy going about it. Dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Come on, really? And then... She also says she's been dating one guy her whole life. And Justin asks if she thinks that that dating one person is a problem. And she responds with no. But I feel like it's harder for me to open up to the opposite sex more. Any girl would feel that way if they were with the same guy for eight effing years. And honestly, mm-hmm. agree. Facts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Justin asks if she's ready to settle down after this experience. And she says she doesn't know. In the confessional, she says, I love Javen. He's the person I've been with for almost a decade, you know, but now I'm in a completely different headspace. And honestly, um, I'm not sure how things are going to end for us after this experience. I don't know why she's saying these things. I don't either. What changed? No offense. What did he do? What changed? Like why? I just feel like it's like. It's really coming out of left fields, all of this, because it's like, I feel like he's your everything. Like. You've been with him for nine years. You're saying this whole time he's your only priority. Like, he's who you want. But now, all of a sudden, like, you're not ready to settle down. And you seem like, has I don't know, dude. And you're acting like you don't care. Like, that's what bothers me the most. I hate yeah. when people can't be vulnerable. Like, why is it a bad thing to have emotions? Why is it a bad thing to care if your boyfriend fucking breaks up with you? Yeah. Like, that's and like, like. And like you said last week, it's not a it's if it happens, it happens situation. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And it's okay to not be okay with that. Like, I don't know. I don't understand this. Yeah. And then my next note, Morgan and Evan still on the boat. Blocking <laughs> <laughs> my ass off. Uh, now it's nighttime and they're on the boat. On the boat. I, could we see them on the boat or did they like hide it? I'm trying to think. No, they're they're still on the boat. The sun is setting and they're still on the boat. Oh, they're, fuck. Yeah, they're on this goddamn they're boat. They're not like eating, right? No, they're just sitting in the same <laughs> spot. They're oh, staring shit. into each other's soul. And he says, again, the cringe over recycled yeah. bullshit. I yep. can't wait for this with you. And I know you know this and I know you're scared. Morgan says that she's not scared for herself, but that she's scared for him. He wants to know why. And she says, you've got a lot of shit. You've got to literally move someone out of your life. I put in parentheses, LOL, because it was definitely me moving him out of my life, not the other way around. (laughs) (laughs) To be very fucking clear. Mm -hmm. And... Then he reminds her that he won't let her down. She says every – again, this is a moment where she had some common sense come out. And I'm just like, girl, listen to your fucking gut. Yeah. Listen to your gut. She says everything that comes out of – I can't even say this. It's just so sad. Everything that comes out of Evan's mouth sounds amazing. 
he's a sweet talker. Yep. I trust him like I really do, but I think that when he's in front of his girlfriend of nine years wanting to be with him, it's going to be so far so hard for him that I don't know if he's going to make the right decision. Uh-huh. And then he just reminds her that it's going to be amazing, and then they make out while the sun is setting, and he lays her down onto the boat. Yeah. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? I mean – Honestly, nope. like not really, because like straightforward. I said, I'm more it's just like the stuff. same surface level conversations, and I think that she's probably starting to get a little nervous. Like, how serious is he? Is he like because he's been talking a lot yeah. of talk, but in a day or two, he's going to need to walk the walk, and is he going to actually do it? Like, I get why she's nervous, but I think she's starting to second guess. Sec- second guess. <laughs> second guess. Yeah. How, like, honest he's been throughout this entire experience. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it just cracks my neck. It felt so good. Okay. Val and I, we are all dressed up. All dressed up for a little din-din vibe. Yeah. Also, again, this is one of the only times that I could eat food this whole freaking experience. So I thought that was I will say, when I first saw you – Guys, you looked a little off. You looked like sad or annoyed. Did you notice that when you watched? You were sitting down? Mm -hmm. Well, so this is like just so you have a rundown of events. So after the little um, sailing together thing, we Mm -hmm. got to the villa. We like separated. I took a nap. We got ready for dinner. I walked out of my room when I was like all dressed up and Mm -hmm. we were both really nervous, like right off the bat because it was like, we, yeah, like you could just feel it in the air, you know, they just, it was very nervous. It was like, it felt like a real date. We're all dressed up. He's like telling me how beautiful I look before the dinner part where you saw us, we were actually sitting on the living room couch for like a while, like Mm -hmm. drinking champagne and talking on the couch So our night, like they were asking us, JP was our producer. JP was like having us talk about really serious stuff. Yeah. So it was just a heavy night, you know, all around. Mm -hmm. It was just like, it felt like a real date. We're all dressed up. I have butterflies. Sparks are flying. We're talking about my ex. It was just a lot, you know, like I just, I was overwhelmed, honestly. Yeah. Well, like, honestly, it was just like the very beginning. Like when he was talking, you just seemed like, a little sad or like off. I don't know. And then yeah. like, content, like throughout the dinner, you end up like coming out of your shell, it looks like, and had fun. But yeah. I just wanted to ask if it was like no, maybe just, just in the moment or if it was just like – It was just a heavy night, you know? Yeah. Like we were absolutely. just talking about heavy stuff and it, there's mm-hmm. just the whole vibe was just like heavy. It was just a lot for me to wrap my mind around everything yeah. that was happening. And I think you say you're like you feel like you're going crazy. I think you like literally say that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happens next is he admits that he's excited that I chose him. He always wanted to tell me the real deal. And then I open up to him telling him that I feel like I've been going crazy. And then I loved how he said no when you were getting crazy was when you were guilting yourself into thinking that you were wrong. I just loved that he would always do that. Like whenever he saw me like blaming myself or like thinking Uh I was the problem, he would always set me straight. He'd be like, no, like this is absolutely not on you. Like this is a him problem. Yeah. And then I say, 
a bomb of a statement. I don't know. This is such a strong statement, but I almost feel like he never loved me. Wow. And then he wants to know if I really feel that way. And then I say, I don't know. It's like, how can you be in love with someone and do this to them? And he immediately says that he wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. And then I say, I don't want to cry, but I'm like choked up. And I say, but I just wanted to make him proud. And then Val like looks at me and he's like, he doesn't deserve that. And I'm just like tearing up, looking at him and smirking, nodding my head. And then he asks, am I wrong? And I say nothing because he's not wrong. (laughs) And then he says, and then he tries to change the subject and like lighten the mood. He says, you look beautiful. Your hair is really nice. So let's take a toast to you. And then I say, thank you. Yeah. And you seem really happy at the end, like smiling and happy. I mean, I agree. I think you look great and your hair did look great. Um, See, I just, I hate the way it looked back then because I was just, because I was just like, I didn't look like my, I wasn't healthy. You know, like every time I watch the show, I'm just like, I'm literally like 25 pounds underweight. You still looked beautiful though. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, No, I just, I think Val like was a great date though, because he also, he's fun but he's also honest and like he, he wants yes. you to make the right decision. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels. He's not going to sugarcoat it. Like obviously he yeah. wants you to be happy and you're going to do what you want to do, but he's also like looking out for you and your best interest. And I think that's great because some people on these dates, they tell you what you want to hear mm-hmm. and it doesn't allow you to grow as a person. It doesn't allow you to like see a different perspective. And I think with him, even though you were visibly like upset, he still was like, I got to keep it real with you. Like case, this guy is not good. Yeah. No, that's the one thing about him that I just, I will always respect is he, he lived like some really tough shit with me mm-hmm. and he always has just kept it so fucking real. Like yeah. he's never sugarcoated anything. He's never tried to like protect me from shit. He's always just like, this is how it is. This is how you're going to get through it. And like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> like, wow. like just been very, very yeah. real. And I will say after filming, cause this was like all kind of heavy after filming JP left and me and Val like went and got in our swimsuits and we went in the jacuzzi and me and him were up all night talking to like three forty-five in the morning. Wow. And like Val was so paranoid. He kept checking bushes because he's like, I swear to God, there's cameras in here. Oh he's like, God. there's no way that they left us like unattended so in this villa with no cameras. And we were talking about really serious shit, not even just about me, but like also about like him and his life and like his dating past. So he was like really paranoid that there was cameras and then that was actually that night. So fun fact, he told me everything about Evan and Morgan. Like he was the one that actually laid it all out. He was like, cause he, I guess like the weekend before on a dark day, a bunch of the single guys had like met up with a bunch of the single girls. So mm-hmm. he heard everything like in detail that was going on. So he got me in the jacuzzi and we're like eating chips together. And he's like, so this is what's going on. He's telling this girl he's in love with her. He wants to start a life with her. Oh my he God. put A, B, C, D, and E. He like <gasps> told me everything. He's like, you got to know the extent of what's happening over there. Wow. Did you believe him fully? Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause it was hard for him to tell me. You could tell he was like really like struggling with it, but he was like, you have to know what's going on. Wow. So like everyone, I knew the extent of things going into the final bonfire. God, because I have Val so told many me, questions about your final bonfire then. 
because Val told me everything. I know, dude. But you have to keep in mind my final bonfire. Like, we'll get into it when we, when we recap it. Like, I I don't remember, like, oh, like, a lot of it. Yeah. Like, I really – I had, like, a full-blown panic attack. Like, I was not there. So yeah. a lot of the stuff that I was, like, saying and acting, like, I don't – I don't remember it. I was just yeah. in full blown panic mode. That, like, so I wasn't making sense. Over. Yeah, I wasn't ma- it wasn't making any sense. But no, Val, he's the goat. He told me everything in detail about Morgan and Evan. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Nicole and Tyler, back to them. They go into the jacuzzi. Tyler says if it was up to him, he would spend every day with Nicole. They like doing the same things. They like being around each other. And he's a hundred percent intrigued by her. He likes that she's vulnerable with him because it may, he makes her comfortable and she hasn't had that. Mm-hmm. Nicole just looking smoking hot per usual. Yep. <laughs> just yep. killing life. He asks her how she's feeling and she kind of pauses, says she's learned a lot about herself and how it applies to her relationship. And she doesn't have faith that Carl's having a, a similar journey to her, that they may just love in different ways and want something different in life. And then she admits she loves him, but she's not deeply in love. And she does want to be deeply in love. Wow. I mean, I feel like that's your answer right there. If you are not in love with who you're dating, you're not with the right person. No. You can't just like – I feel like – I don't know. Like do you think that you can like be with someone for a while and love them and then like fall in love with them? I don't know. Like I don't – I think that where they're at – you can't fall in I love. Think, I think at that point they've been gone. together. Yeah, they've been together for years. They live together. If you're not in love, you're not in love. Like it's not going to like happen all of a sudden yeah. after three years of living together. Exactly. That's yeah. where I'm like I just – I Okay, and a question. And I think I already asked you this, but I can't remember. Tyler, he's a genuine guy, right? Yeah, I like Tyler a lot. Wow. Okay. Because he seems like a really good guy in this. And I'm like – yeah. Like Tyler's actually one of those people. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I know for a fact, like if I was ever in like a really bad situation at like 3 a.m. in L.A., I could call or text Tyler and like he would come and get me. Wow. Like I know for a fact. So, yeah, no, he's a good one. He is a good one. I will say he definitely has like fuckboy tendencies. Like, I don't know if I would date him, but right. as a friend and, like, a person, yeah. Like, I am I have nothing bad to say about him gotcha. at all. She says Tyler has opened up her mind to what a real relationship could be. She can feel the love. She can feel the passion. And then she finishes it off with she thinks it's important to experience both a physical and emotional connection with someone you're dating because that paints a full picture Dot, 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 dot. He thinks they should enjoy this night because it's potentially their last night together. He puts the whole finger under the chin, tilts her head up, Mm -hmm. gives her a kiss. Five stars, Tyler. Sealing the deal. Yeah, I'm here for it. The chin lift was great. Yeah, so, like, are we allowed to talk about what goes down or should we say that? I mean, I'm pretty sure – I don't know 100% sure – because I don't – yeah, I'm pretty sure they they had sex. I'm pretty sure. We can, <laughs> we can ask Nicole. You're like, I don't – I'm do, uh, pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. 
That's yeah, what it okay. sounded like. That's what it seemed like. And I mean, I don't, I haven't talked in like detail with Nicole right. about like what went down that night, but I'm pretty sure that something happened. We, we can. Okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm assuming. Wow. All right. <laughs> right get it in girl get it in yes okay so Brittany and carl they're at dinner she yep. says she felt like a ridiculous kindergartner when she looks at him and he points out that she looks like that right now she's very giggly so is he i have nothing against Brittany, and i want to make that very clear seriously <laughs> But, like, she just seems so much more into him than he she is, is. Her. She And is. it's been that since episode one. And maybe that's why I give her a hard time because I'm like, dude, he's right in front of you doing the bare minimum. Like, she goes off about how he has this, like, king energy and he's he so doesn't. intelligent and he's attractive. And he is like, you know, she talks about him like he's this god. And I'm just like, where are you getting that from? Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem into her. And that's where I'm just like, this facade, like this fantasy, I don't know. And it's like, I feel bad for her because it seems like she loves hard. And I think she's expressed that in one of her interviews that like last time she felt like this, she was burned. But I'm like, I don't know if that's a reflection of how you are loving or the other person because no offense, like you're falling for someone who is seriously not giving you any signs or inkling to fall for them. Yeah. Like, am I crazy? Cause I'm not no. trying to be mean. No. And again, I literally like Brittany seems great. It's, it's not that I don't like her. And I feel like it seems like I like come for her on this podcast and I'm just trying to understand her. And I also feel like with Carl, I don't really care for him. So maybe that's why I'm being a little hard on Brit. I just don't see what she sees and it doesn't make sense. No, like to be honest, even when we were filming and even after filming, their whole connection never made sense to me because nothing ever came out of them ever. But yeah, even like during filming and even after filming, their whole connection has never made sense to me because nothing has ever come out of it. Like she's always been more invested. Like there was even times where like I would hear through the grapevine, like that they're still talking and like, I'm just like, this doesn't make sense because I hang out with Carl. I've Uh vacationed with Carl. Like he got back together with Nicole. They dated and I'm like, girl in life like you're not a factor yeah and like she thinks that she is and that's just it's sad for me to say but I've been that I've been Mm -hmm. in that position too you know where like I've really liked someone and like they Mm -hmm. just haven't reciprocated but I can't get it in my head that like I'm just not it for them and that's the vibe I've always gotten of Brittany even not just from watching it but knowing what's going on in real life like he's just never been that into her and she for whatever reason thinks he is someone on so she could have mixed feelings but we don't see that in this he's not leading her on she's just really really into him so i mean when they left if she was texting him um, or if he was texting her lying to her leading her on that would be one thing but what we're watching, I just don't understand it. Like she just seems way, way, way more into him than her. And that's where it's like, I couldn't imagine, like I would just. I feel bad for her. I just wouldn't want to 
be with someone who wasn't giving me back that same energy. I I really wouldn't. You don't deserve me, you know? But for it makes me think though that he has to be doing something that makes her think he's really into her because she says like really big statements like how their chemistry is insane and their connection is just yeah. off the charts and like mm-hmm. all you know what I mean? It's like what is he doing to make you think that? Because we're not seeing yeah. it as or viewers. is he doing anything or is it like more in her head? Who knows? You're right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's not they're not on the mm-hmm. same page. It's very clear. He says that he doesn't think he can slow down things with Brittany at this point and he doesn't know where things are going to go, but he's going to just live in the moment and he will deal with the rest of it when the time comes. It's like that is not what I want someone to say when we're about to like have sex in a five-star yeah. hotel in Maui. <laughs> <laughs> overlooking the ocean we'll just i'm just gonna live in the moment and i'll deal with things later he says Brittany is filling him with the things that are missing and he needs that she says i adore you i want to eat you up sometimes you have a thousand layers and you keep letting me see them he asks, what else do you want to do? And her look just says it all. You know, you know, you know, you know exactly what, what she's she been to wanting do. to do she's, since the first yeah. two days on the island. You know. Yeah. He's giggling at her response, which is no response. Mm-hmm. And then she says in the confessional, there is serious sexual chemistry here. I see this 24-hour date as an opportunity to really just be together and be with Carl. And hopefully he can let his guard down and truly express how he feels about her because he obviously wants that just as much as she does. And I don't really know how that's obvious. And then they go to the bedroom and Carl closes the doors and that's the end of their scene. But I just, I feel bad for her. I'm not going to lie. This whole thing is embarrassing. He clearly wasn't into her. He just had sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all bad. It's not good. (laughs) It's not good, man. Yeah. What's worse is I feel like when they wake up and they're talking, you can just tell something's off. So. God, I oh yeah, we're, definitely we're was not get worth into it. That nonsense, <laughs> right? I don't know, man. I just I've never been in a situation where like the next morning, it's like you can feel like it's. it's I also a mistake. feel like I've never knock on put wood myself or anyone I've ever been with in a position where it's like I'm gonna selfishly do what I want and then I'll deal with it. I'll just deal with it later. Like, what? That is so selfish. And now you can tell he's sitting there so regretful. Like, what the fuck did I do? But that's literally what happens when people don't think you could tell the regret on his face like the next day. And that's where I'm like, that's what happens when you're not thinking correctly. You're just acting in the moment, doing what's going to please you. And then this is what happens like when people cheat. It's like they don't think and then they always regret the decision and they always want that person back and they always are like, fuck, I ruined everything just for one hookup. For what? You know? It's just like. Yeah. The Carl and Brittany situation just, it's a bummer. I do feel bad for her too. I agree with what you said because I think that she definitely had, you know, was more invested into it and maybe he did lead her on, but. 
Either way, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Okay, Catherine and John's dinner date, a whole vibe. It's one of my favorite dates. Her asking if he set this all up was hilarious to me. It's like, girl, you've been filming filming this show for a month. Like, you know how this works. Production has been setting this up for, like, the past two hours while you've been on hard ice in the bedroom. Okay? Like, <laughs> like you know that John didn't do shit. shit. Yeah, where's he okay? getting those things from, by the way? What car is he taking to go to the grocery store? When is he making those? When does he have right? time to make those, uh, the food? Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. And then he even said that he did set it up, which I thought was even more funny. I'm like, you, both of you know, you didn't set this up. They cheers to their first date. Catherine says that she thinks he's the real deal. He's a good man. He's kind. He's genuine. She says that putting your heart out there is the scariest thing you can do in life. And there is no medicine for it. She doesn't want him to just be there on this amazing date with her only because of what Katie has done. She doesn't want to be the other woman what, that he's getting to use to get over well, Katie. Yeah, I like but that she brought that up. You are the other woman regardless because you came on this yeah. show as the other woman. And I do like what she said, yeah. but I think this should have been a conversation prior. Like, then, then on this date. Then on this date. Either way, it's yeah, good to hear. Like, I'm sure he's going to tell her what she wants to hear. But, like, it just – you won't know how genuine it is because it's – you guys are now on this date. It's romantic. You're going to be in the heat of the moment. Like, you should have had – if you really cared that much, it should have been said prior to this date. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we also know nothing really ever came yeah. out of them. So, how genuine right. was it? John says, no, he doesn't want her to feel like a rebound. And then he says he's decided that he does deserve more than Katie, somebody like her. And he wants to get her a flight to Texas and they can kind of take it from there. She jokes about helping him move Katie's stuff out. He says that he finds Catherine very attractive because of her sense of humor. And she doesn't seem to be the judgmental type. She's just thanking him like crazy. And then he says, Katie has basically belittled me as a man and I can't wait to confront her and just call her out on her bullshit. Honestly, and Katie's one of my friends. She used to be one of my best friends. Yeah. She's not no, wrong, she dude. He's not wrong. She d- is belittling yeah, yeah. him as a man like, on the reg. Literally like on the show, national television. On the on the reg, yeah. So like, sorry, I, I'm yeah. I'm kind of with John right now. The gazebo, freaking adorable. So cute. And then he says that he doesn't think Catherine will try to manipulate him or mold him into a person that he's not. She's making him realize he deserves so much more than Katie. They're kissing in the gazebo. The kiss is a lot less cringe and more in sync than that weird pool one that we saw. They're sweet. A vibe. Flowers leading to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Wow. I wonder if I wonder yeah, if he set so that no. up too. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure a little hanky panky. Yeah, a lot of a lot of banging on the, on these dates. I think because this is the thing. y'all were okay, some and horny, I'm gonna own it. Some horny, I'm gonna own it. Right? Uh, I'm just gonna say, like, if I was on this show and I was like a single. 
No, because I wouldn't have sex with someone that had a girlfriend. So I wouldn't. But if I was on a show and kind of like I've never seen Love Island, but I think they have a concept where like if you're really into someone and you're dating someone on the show, you can go to like a house. I think it's called like Casa Amor and you can like get it on, not on camera. Like, you know, Wow, I've never seen that show either, but I've heard of it. Like you can go. Yeah. So like, I think you can go like hook up with someone and it not be filmed and like put on national television. So I'm not going to lie. If I was single on a show like this and I was vibing with someone, I'm not going to have sex with them on national television the way a lot of people have, where it's just like you're under the covers and you can hear everything and it's ridiculous. But if it was an overnight date like this, where I know that there's no cameras. Yeah. I'm probably getting it on. Hear me out again. (laughs) I feel like what if Temptation Island switched up their like, um, like filming method with people hooking up and kind of make it that similar. Like they can either go somewhere if they want to hook up. Like they, all right, so they get a house and then there's like a smush room like there was on Jersey Shore. And the second that's how that's how too hot oh, okay. too hot to handle is they're they so too hot to handle I've only seen season one but they're you're not allowed to have any physical contact with anyone in the house like nothing you can't even like touch an arm or hug or kiss like literally nothing however you can win room time in like a a way like a, a fantasy suite type thing. Where in that fantasy suite, See, it's on. Like you can do whatever all, you want um, with the person. Literally that. But all I'm saying is Temptation Island in each vi- villa just get has one smush room. And then they announce it. Mark announces it at the beginning of the new season that that's the smush room. When you go in there, everyone knows you're banging. So they don't need to film it. And then people. <laughs> everyone then people, knows like, you're banging. Will, will feel more comfortable like having sex or like crossing that line because they know they're not being filmed. Well, yeah, because yeah, that that's why I think because everyone like, is having was, sex on these overnight dates because they know saying, there's no like, cameras. If I was shown at a bonfire, my significant other going into this quote unquote smush room with someone. I wouldn't have to actually see them banging. If I knew they went into that room, but I know, it would be but I know that they're banging. That's so the only purpose really, for that. Let's just like take out the middleman. We don't really need. Obviously, it's for dramatic effect. I get it. The moaning and the fucking yeah. motions under the covers. The lights are off. Like I get that. Yeah. But what if we eliminated that? I think it would actually. I think there would be a lot more fucking because people or like me hooking, would be fucking on the like show. Making out, if it's, like, if it's not. You can go in there and people can just assume you're doing it. And then that could be your choice whether you want to fight yeah. them on it. Like, no, we just made out. No, we just whatever. But to have that room as an option, I think more people would actually cheat. Absolutely. Would hook up. I, I the agree fear 100%. Of not wanting to be seen doing it on television. And I think when you get casted for a show like this, you in your mind, your ego, everything, you think that you would be ballsy enough. But the second you're mic'd up and there's cameras everywhere and there's mics fucking glued to your bed and whatever, you co- that goes out the window. You get scared shitless. The reality yeah. sets in that yeah. this is like an actual... Like, I don't know. Obviously, there's people who do it. We see it all the time. But I think for the people who go in confident, like, yeah, I would do it. And then they get scared. Like, fuck no. This would be a good solution. Wow. Yeah. 
no, for real. And I think that's why, I mean, I think the majority of our season had sex on the overnight dates and that's because Mm -hmm. there's no crew, there's no camera, there's no mics, like it's actual privacy in a villa, just you and the other person. So it's like, of course shit's going to happen. You're in a five, like Mm. five star, four bedroom villa overlooking the ocean with all the room service, anything that you could want jacuzzi jacuzzi tub rain showers i mean the whole you gotta have a lot of trust in that overnight that person you're going on that overnight with though if you're trying to keep it hush hush dude right that's why that's why i took it like so seriously who i was picking on my overnight date because i was Mm -hmm. like this is a big deal like this isn't like (laughs) whoever gets chosen for this date needs to be trusted okay johnny and katie they're on their date mind you again we've recapped all these different things all these different locations evan and morgan still on the sailboat cast away (laughs) still still on the sailboat so i'm not gonna lie burnt marshmallow like burnt to a crisp it's no i don't agree with that Oh, light that bitch up. I need it to be like a full volcano of like hot magma and then I blow it out so it's like just See, this is what I do. I (laughs) fully burn it, fully burn it, but then I pull off the charcoal so that it's just that goo. Oh, gross. See, I love the charcoal. It's too burnt for me. Oh, I I would inhale the charcoal. No, but I like burnt hot dogs. Like, if you're going to, like, grill me a hot dog, I want that wiener burn. Burn that burnt. wiener. Burn that bitch. <laughs> burn it to uh. a crisp. Yeah. Johnny says Katie hits the nail on the head when it comes to what he's looking for in a partner. They're kissing. She says the stupid phrase again, which I I would say this to her face, but the phrase that she likes Johnny a lot but loves John is just idiotic. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. it's another one that's kind of recycled she, and I just, with her. And I really do like her, but it's just like we keep yeah. hearing it. Plus, it's just like that is so stupid. You're going to risk it all with some for with someone – you just really, really like and possibly lose lose yeah. someone that you love. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, why do you keep saying that? That's not something to brag about. Like, that's yeah. a ridiculous I just decision. feel like this conversation, they touch on it a little bit, it's but it's so cringe. surface level. Like, they're like, what are you going to do when you get home? Oh, I'm going to go see my dog. Like, it's it's so surface level. And again, he's like yeah. never oh, looking I wrote at that her. in my notes too. I was Ever. like, you're so right. He's not looking Ever. at her. Yeah. Um, I just wrote as a random note to myself, she needs to figure out the type of man she wants to be with for the rest of her life. Like, yeah. she has no idea. Like, and it's so clear mm-hmm. that she's so lost when it comes to, like, what she yeah. wants for her future. So he asks how she feels, and all she says is that she's looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. her dog. And he calls that out because, like, what the fuck? And then he asks her if she has the strength to walk away from John. And she just says that she plans on having a discussion with him. And you just said it, but I wrote it in my notes too. This whole conversation just seems vague and awkward, honestly. Just not the vibe. And then she says, you know, there's just something missing. I'm missing that deep in love feeling. Mm -hmm. And then she says, anyways, enough about him. And again, I wrote it in my notes. We already talked about it the whole time. He's not looking at her. 
I'm just, I don't get good vibes from Johnny. And it's weird because, like, he's cool. Like, I'm cool, Johnny. I'm, uh, we're totally fine friends. But, like, I'm just, I would never, ever, 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 ever yeah. <laughs> date yeah. him. Oh. <laughs> or anyone or anyone like him. Like, he's just a walking Yeah, I need to ask to her about him because I don't, like, I never got genuine like vibes or anyone I would ever want to be with. Like, I don't know. I just think Katie, she's just the type of person where she just like, she mm-hmm. loves love and she can just like, she always mm-hmm. has a boyfriend. And I just think like for her, it was more about that. He's just loud and aggressive and center of attention and yeah. alpha male. It's not necessarily, I don't think like how the hell, like, I don't know, dude, I could never, could never yeah, like getting that attention. You think she liked Probably. I think she liked it a lot. And she liked, I think, the fact that she had, like, a Mm. connection on the show. Okay, so Justin and Shari, they're getting dressed for dinner. He's also a gentleman, the way Tyler was. Pulls her chair out, pours her wine. I put, like, Uh yes and yes. I'm here for that. I notice those things when guys do that shit. So rare nowadays, the bare minimum. (laughs) The bare minimum. How dare we ask for the bare minimum nowadays? Like, (laughs) Right? So, so rare. <laughs> he's in the confessional and he's making it pretty clear that he does not just want to be a friend to her. And then he asks her during dinner, he wants to know when her boyfriend took her out for like last took her out for a romantic dinner. And she admits that she's more of the planner. She says that she wants Javen to create a scenario and her favorite thing about Javen is that he's her best friend and he understands her because they've grown up together. Justin brings up how young she is and how she's only known one person. And then Shari admits that they probably wouldn't be here if Javen didn't cheat in the past. She says she didn't come here to fall in love or make an emotional connection with anyone and then their whole date ends with them kind of relaxing and giggling yeah i have two things number one i'm actually very surprised they're even in the same bed together that surprised me same number two again like i'm very curious if he really thought he stood a chance and i don't mean to sound rude but like when he was in confessional saying he doesn't always want to be just a friend like where is that coming from like did you really think that this was going to go somewhere else like you're really fighting till the 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 very end (laughs) fighting to the very end yeah to be honest watching them on the show never made sense Mm -hmm. to me um because in my experience, she was clearly the most reserved on the show. She really wanted nothing to do with yeah. the single guys. And it was always about Javen. And then watching the show, it's like you're seeing Justin, like, say these random little things about how, like, he thinks Shari's tempted. And I don't know. Like, it just – it's – he seems like he's living a different reality than what <laughs> we all yeah. experienced. I don't know. It's – they don't make sense to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anything else we want to say before we move on? <laughs> uh, how'd their date end? Like, did they, did they sleep in that same bed together? <laughs> I'm so dead right now. 
I'm just okay, curious. Like, so I'm actually just curious. The, I've said this about every date. Like, do, do, do we know? Like, do, what, what did we ever hear about them? Because I know, so, you know. Yeah. So, obviously, the elephant in the room is, well, there's two elephants in the room right now. So, number one, I think some people are putting it together that me and Shari are not close like we once were. Number two, the other elephant in the room is all the rumors surrounding this overnight date. And I'm not going to lie. I don't want to touch those rumors with a 10-foot pole, but we're on a podcast where we recap this show, and this is what I'm going to say about that. I, as far as I know, absolutely not. It does. It's never made sense to me. Um, sh- like I said, Shari always was wanted nothing to do with the guys. She was extremely yeah. reserved. She was very loyal and faithful to Javen, and loved Javen. Wanted to be with Javen. As far as I know, absolutely nothing happened. I think when we watched this airing for the first time, she even like kind of made a joke how like I can't believe they ended our date with like me on yeah. the head like like that. She was like very surprised by it. As far as I know, no, they just kind of did what me and Val did, hung out till God knows when in the morning and then slept in their different rooms because we both stayed at the Andaz resort. You know like the resorts that you guys filmed in yeah. for your whole season? Me and Val had like one of those like five bedroom resort oh, villas wow. to ourselves. And then Justin and Shari had a five bedroom villa yeah. to them- themselves. So we had like this huge space with tons yeah. of rooms to ourselves. Yeah. So, so but like so as far as I know, they slept why, in different rooms, but, but why there did are that rumors. rumor start, but not one like with you and Val? I mean, they got engaged after you ended because up single. So why be- how do rumors start like that? Okay. Justin. Why would Justin, he do that? Put it out there. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's a snake in the grass. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So that's so that's awkward. Shoot. Yeah. Awkward. But yeah, no. It was it was messy. It How was can a messy you just time lie like that though? And I'm being so serious. Like if he's if I mean they got engaged, so I would if hope he's lying. that he is lying. Because to say yes to an engagement after banging someone. You have to be a sick kind of human. But – and I don't think Shari did either because they – she seemed yeah, like yeah. very, very loyal to Javen. It would have – it w- if – like let's just play devil's advocate. If that rumor is true, which again, I just said, I don't want to touch mm-hmm. that with a 10-foot pole. I don't believe it's true. This is the thing, you guys. It just wouldn't – it wouldn't even make sense because – like I keep saying, she was so yeah. fucking reserved and like not even nice to the single guys. You guys, we've seen it throughout the season. We've recapped it. She was not even nice to them. Yeah. For her to go from being so reserved and wanting nothing to do with these single guys to her, I don't think she one would of do them that. No way. Date, it does not. It doesn't. I don't fucking think make she sense. would be. It, and it I just really don't think doesn't she would make be dumb sense. Enough. Because also, but no, like. He has to be a sick but individual then, to make that up. Like that is like you can't lie about shit like that's that. That's what I was just like. That's like say. you legit. Like people just lie, man. I'm just it, it's scary. If you can lie like I that, know. you're fucking scary. Like making shit up out I know. of nowhere. And lying in such like a public way where to like two people that just yes. got like engaged. Like that's like pretty. Did pr- Javen and crazy. him ever like fucking 
exchange words. I don't think I mean Javen Javen is one of like the most mature, like emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. humans I've ever met. He's always like he's like me. He stays above oh, okay. shit. Like Javen mm-hmm. is in his own lane. You know, Javen has shit to accomplish, shit to do. He's not trying to get involved in some petty bullshit wow. drama. Good for him. You know, he's just always Javen's just always yeah. the bigger person. Always. So yeah, pretty wild, man. So as far as I know, no, absolutely nothing happened on that date. Justin says otherwise, and that's really all I'm going to say about that. Damn. Okay, so Johnny and Katie, they wake up in bed together. They're all snuggled up, kissing. This is like the most into each other they've seemed this whole overnight date. She says she was thinking a lot about John yeah. during their date, which I thought was strange. A special, yeah. And then what? Like to like get intimate with someone while thinking about your <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think uh, about that like that, but like, yeah, that's be, fucking weird. It's just like mind-blowing. The whole scenario, like this whole show is just so fucked up. <laughs> that that we did. It like, really what? really is. <laughs> What is it wrong really, with really is. <laughs> a oh lot, okay. clearly. Catherine and John, they wake up with champagne in a view. He's like kissing mm-hmm. her forehead, very coupley. John says it felt like their five-year anniversary, LOL. Catherine says she woke up so like happy and thankful. She also feels vulnerable because if she goes, if he goes back to Katie, she yeah, would be she devastated. seems really, really in her feelings about this one. Oh yeah, and I'm not Majorly. gonna lie. As much as John was saying to Catherine, I saw a glimpse of regret in his eyes too. I think him and Carl were both like, "What the fuck yeah. did we do?" Oh, God. Don't you think? I think <laughs> John was low-key. Like, yeah. he's still talking about Katie. He's still thinking about Katie. Like, you know damn well. Like, yeah, he still wishes. By the way, I've been saying this throughout part one and part two. We're now the next morning. There's In a new location, <laughs> they're still on the <laughs> sailboat. Morgan you guys, Morgan and Evan, still on the sailboat. They might have, like, gone to shore by now and are, like, getting brought back oh. to the villa. But no, dude, they, they this whole fucking time they're on that boat i was mind blown i thought for sure they would get like the best date but clearly no, no. they were like here's yeah. a boat you're on it for 24 Jesus. hours okay john he admits he doesn't know what he's going to say to katie he's been embarrassed and humiliated that she cheated on him on national television and then Catherine wants to know what will happen if Katie apologizes and tells John that she made a mistake, begs for him back. And then John admits mm-hmm. that that will be tough. And she, Catherine says she's scared because he's admitted it takes him a while to get over. I mean, people. I'm tell- I just felt like you could see it in his face. He he still wants to be with Katie. That's the vibe I got. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So 100%. we're assuming Catherine and John. Catherine bound chicka wow wowed. Okay. They did. As far as I know, like the the knowledge that I have about overnight dates, just mm-hmm. to make it very clear, me and Val, absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> Shari and Justin, absolutely nothing happened, but there's rumors that something did happen and Justin okay. started those rumors. John and Katie, hanky panky. Tyler and Nicole, hanky panky. 
Carl Britt, hanky panky. Johnny and Katie, oh hanky panky. Javen and Kayla, nada. Evan and Morgan, nada. Only because they were on a Whoa. sailboat for 24 hours. You'd think they would want to they hook up on a sailboat. I feel like that would be like some... Logistically, logistically, it wouldn't work. He's six six. He takes but up the whole freaking like- cabin. There's no... And there was... And there was another person on the, like a camera wow. dude. So it was like the three of them high in like a tiny little like sailboat. Okay. Ballsy smoking hours. though on a fucking sailboat. I would get so seasick. Holy shit. They literally had nothing to out. do. So. Wow. Yeah, actually that. Yeah. Right. I'd be paranoid as fuck too. So yeah, that's, that's my knowledge of who fucked and who did not for everyone. a lot. Just Ooh, for everyone to take Decent note. amount. No, it, there was a there was a lot about Chickawawa that night. <laughs> okay, Catherine wants him to know that he deserves a beautiful mutual relationship. And it really kills her that Katie talks down to him. She's very emotional yeah. talking about this. And she even talks about how Katie has said that he's not a man and would be a bad dad. And it just mm-hmm. breaks her heart for him. She finishes it off with, he's such a cute, cuddly teddy bear. I'm not going to lie. Again, Catherine got a lot of heat from the other single girls, but she comes off great on the show. She comes off yeah. vulnerable, genuine. Yeah, I like. I just, I have, I have nothing bad to say based on what I'm I watching. liked this, like what I saw of Catherine right now, because I yeah. do feel like she's Same. opening up, being vulnerable and like. You can tell she's legit like having like a panic attack thinking about him getting back with Katie, not even because of her or like for her benefit. She's literally like – Because she knows that he deserves better and she cares about him as a human and a friend Mm -hmm. first and And she's like, I would never talk down to John like that. Like she says like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of her. So then it goes to Val and me. We're having our little picnic. And then I say, at least I'm not scared anymore. And I wrote in all caps in my notes, I was feeling so strong and like confident and happy like that morning. Like that was like, I was like feeling so good about it. Like I really thought like I was going to waltz into the bonfire and like dump Evan's ass. And like I was in a good wow. place. Wow. Okay. That so day. I was going to ask you if that was true. And I'm glad you clarified that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, so this is what happened. And we'll talk about it more once we recap like the final, final episode. But on this day, like after I spent all this time with Val and we spent the whole night talking till like four in the morning. He let me know everything that was going on. We, me and him like kind of came up with a game plan and I was like, I know what I deserve. I know what I want. I have feelings for Val. That's not really a factor right now, but I need to like, number one, break up with this fucking idiot. And I was like, I was done with him. And then they put me alone in a hotel for like two days while I'm like waiting for this bonfire and I got all fucking in my head. I'm glad they didn't do that with us. Because we were like kind of all together oh, before our bonfire. No, dude, it was it was so not chill. But it's what funny they did because me. not to go into my season too much, but it's funny how like we had similar situations where it's like you have like you go into it so confidently, like after your overnight date, thinking a certain way. 
Oh yeah. I was feeling like on top of the world. I felt so good. I wasn't even heartbroken anymore. I was just like confident and like, yes, like done with this guy. So then he says, Val, he says that he personally thinks that Evan is going to be very sorry. I say, I don't even know how I'm going to look at him. And he says, speak to him like he's someone at Starbucks who skipped the line. And we both just like cracked up. And then he's like, you got to show a little bit of tude, but at the same time, be nice. And then I say, I say some stuff that I still believe in to this day. (laughs) I say, I hate that I'm still in love with him. I really do. I hate it. And then in the confessional, I say, talking with Val gives me clarity. A week ago, I was terrified and now I feel strong and I feel confident and I'm just ready to handle this shit. And I'm just going to say, this is a perfect, perfect example of like who the people like you surround yourself with is like so fucking important because me just spending 24 hours alone with this guy, I went from being just like crying in an Escalade, embarrassed because of someone else's bullshit. And now I'm just like Mm -hmm. confident, ready to handle shit, feeling like a badass because I'm surrounding myself with someone that like makes me feel good. I always say you are who you surround yourself with. And I think that that yes, you I feel really like are. honestly, I'll go deeper and be like, you know, who are you? Like the person that you're dating, their friends. Who do they surround themselves with? Yep. Because if they're not the same person so outside when they're away from you, then you should not be with them. They should be consistently yeah. the same person showing you. Obviously, like have fun with your friends. I'm not saying you need to be like whatever, but if you're two completely different people and you act totally different when you're with your guy friends or whatever, like that's a huge red flag. Plus also, I just think like just from personal experience, obviously you need to like love yourself and like be the best version of yourself on your own without without the validation Mm -hmm. of anyone else. Okay. That's number one. However, when you're in a relationship, like that person should make you want to, and be the best version of yourself. And if you're like, if you're with someone and you feel like you're walking on eggshells and you're stressed and like you're getting gut feelings and you're like, you're just not yourself. That's not who you should be with. And I just think it's really interesting how this entire time, what you guys are seeing on the show it is a version of me. Like I am very loving and empathetic and like I'm a girl's girl and I'm all those things, but my entire personality and like kind of like the badass, more aggressive, strong personality side of me is like completely absent from this show. But I spent like 24 hours with Val who was always like a very positive influence for me and always brought the best Mm -hmm. out of me. And you see my real personality finally starting to like shine through when I'm like, I feel like a badass. I'm going to handle this shit. I want to haunt him forever. Like that's the real me. Okay. That takes no shit and is ready to handle things. And it's like peeking out after just spending 24 hours alone with a guy who brings out the best of me. Love that. Very interesting. So then um, he says, no, no, no. So then Val says that he thinks Evan is going to be sorry and run back crying. And I say, I really, oh, this is another million dollar line because of how everything turned out. I say, I really hope I come out of this so on top. 
he made the biggest mistake of his life and I want it to haunt him forever. And then in the bat and then in the confessional, I say, I'm a badass woman and I'm going to kill this and I'm going to be a beast and everything is going to be fine. And I'm like grinning and like genuinely just like happy and ready to handle shit. And then he just ends it with, let's forget about this guy and go back to the villa. And I say, sounds like a plan. Good. So, yeah. I think that's why I like this episode because I'm just like – It was like empowering. I finally – yeah, and I'm like that's like a little yeah. bit of the real me is showing through. Thank God because that's just like it drives me so crazy watching this show because I'm just like this is not – this is right. not who I am. <laughs> you know, it's just Absolutely. so annoying. Okay, so now our favorite, mm-hmm. Carl and Brittany. Carl's just randomly reading a fucking yeah. book on the couch in a robe and she's uh-huh. asleep and he admits that he's been tossing and churning all night yep. again that's not what nope. i want to be happening after i like have sex with someone for the yep. first time and then he admits that he gave in a temptation she asks how he is and all he says is that he's hungry and she asks anything else yeah and then in the confessional, he straight up says, he's like, I slept with Brittany and I don't yeah, feel proud like of it. Yeah, he looks like he's going to cry. Yeah. Yikes. This whole thing, this mm-hmm. whole scene is yikes. But that's why, like, Room service. I just don't feel bad, though. Because why did you sleep with her? Because you thought Nicole was. Yeah. And it's like, that's it's why you did it. You literally did it because you were like, well, she's doing it. So I'm going to do it. Like, come on. But you want to talk about her being yeah. immature and 25 years old when you're literally acting tit for tat over here. Come on. Really? Yeah. You're acting literally, like a child. And now you're sitting there regretting it. Yeah. That's the one thing that I just, I really don't have. Res- one thing watching this show and it doesn't matter what season and I, I, I own it. I one thing that I really don't respect is when people retaliate because it shows that you're not your own person and you're not secure in like who you are and what you want and your morals and your values. You're living your life based on somebody else's actions and all you care about is like topping them. It has nothing to do about you and what you believe in. And I just I don't respect Mm -hmm. that shit. It just shows how insecure you are. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this whole this whole thing is weird, but room service comes in. She says, last night felt amazing to be together, but as this is coming to an end, she's yeah, thinking that a little too late for that <laughs> in a relationship and she wants him in her life after this. It's like, how are you just now realizing that he's in a relationship? A little too late. She asks about Nicole and he admits that Nicole's mm-hmm. probably thinking about what he's doing and he wants to be honest with her and tell Nicole about his experience and he's scared. He thinks Brittany is amazing, but he hasn't stopped thinking about Nicole this whole time and he still loves her and he hopes they can work things out. And he's saying yeah. this in the confessional as like they're getting on a helicopter and Brittany's like curled up, snuggled in his lap, which freaking production you guys are real messed up for that that's where i'm just like why would you have sex with someone then i just don't get it all righty so yeah i thought that was like very interesting yeah on production that they are having yeah, him they knew what they were doing mrs nicole and like she's on his mind and like britney's freaking curled up in his lap like a little 
snuggle snuggled up that was awkward okay so then the guys the guys get back to the beach villa and they're all sharing their experiences (laughs) they're in the kitchen mark walks in and lets them know it's time to say goodbye the tension is immediate evan's eyeballs are coming out of his head okay you guys so that is the end of part two I'm not going to lie. We had a little bit of technical difficulties at the end there. We're still adjusting to our new laptop or Aaron's new laptop. But again, we love you all. Thank you so much for being fans of the pod, fans of us, staying supportive through all these little learning curves and glitches. And one day we'll have a set and a team. We won't have to worry about any of this shit. But our usual spiel, please go follow us at It's Tempting Pod on IG. If you guys have any questions or concerns or want to reach out about sponsorships, our email is it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Please go listen to us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please leave a five-star review. Please leave a review. We love listening to them. And that is it for this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week. Have a good day, everyone. Bye.